0: Again, yeah. We are with The Stains, everybody. What up? Welcome to another episode of In The Paint. Fellas, take two is always the better take, I feel, anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... Yeah, so, yeah, we're in the building, in the paint. What's up, everyone out there who's watching? Uh, We got the Stains in the building. What's up, Jack? What's up, Gray? How are you guys? Hello,
1: I'm Gray from the band Stains. I'm I'm good. Also from the Stains.
0: And, Jack, what do you play? I mean, there's only three of you, and Gray plays drums, so...
1: Uh, I do uh, lead guitar and vocals.
0: Lead guitar and vocals. That's what's up, dude. Yeah, yeah. so uh, we we had the pleasure of playing on stage our last live show. And, um, you know, we had the pleasure of playing on stage with you guys. And it, you guys totally killed it, man. Like, um, totally wasn't expecting it. And I definitely seen a lot of myself, you know, in you guys. And it's it's awesome. But... I don't want to start off with like peaches and cream and 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 like some softballs here. I want to get right into the nitty gritty. And uh, you guys are on a little hiatus right now, so what's
2: up? Um, curious, Jack. To, you want to answer? My...
0: Curious to know.
1: What'd you say, Greg? I said you want to answer or am I answering? Uh, you can answer if you want to. I'll add on if I want to. Um, we
2: just needed a break. Honestly, we have been doing this for two years, pretty much nonstop. Um, And it's been fun. Like, the work wasn't really the problem. It was just we need some time to work on stuff without being seen as much um, and not have any deadlines that are predisposed.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, um, did it have anything to do... I mean, did COVID had anything to do with it? Like, did that, I mean, I'm sure it affected you guys because, you know, like all, you know, anybody in the entertainment field who had anything booked or, you know, studio time or shows or whatever, I mean, obviously this got in the way, but, um, you know, what was your guys' plans like after, you know, the show that we had March 14th?
2: Um. We didn't really have much because, obviously, COVID and stuff. So we were just going to work personally, demo some stuff, and then probably go to any uh, studio that was open. But I wouldn't say it really had anything to do with the hiatus. Yeah.
0: Right. That's cool, man. I mean, is it an indefinite hiatus or is it just like for now?
2: Uh, for now, indefinite, in my mind, means undefined, so like we could come back tomorrow, which we're not filming to, or we could come back in like months, but it's definitely not like a forever thing.
0: Right, right. Well, I mean, that's good to know, man, because you guys definitely, you like I said, you you guys definitely, you know, crush it live, you know, um, I was checking out the record, um, Usual Suspects, and you guys dropped the deluxe version on that. How did that project come to be?
2: Uh, the deluxe version or Usual Suspects as a whole?
0: Just Usual Suspects as, like, you know, itself as a whole.
1: I'm gonna let Jack
2: in. I feel like I've been talking a lot. Uh,
1: so, Gray and Dimitri, they, uh, they started a band without me, I know, so selfish.
0: But,
1: uh, (laughs) uh, uh, yeah, they, they wrote most of the material, and uh, most of it revolves around this story about uh, Clemmy and Chump. And it's about uh, Clemmy is the girl, and Chump's the guy, and they're in a relationship, but it's abusive. And it just, most of the songs go through this, uh, you know, it's like telling a story of an abusive relationship that, uh, you know, didn't work out, obviously. And then you know the
0: deluxe version uh, ended the story. Okay, I see what you did there. So you came back through a little uh through a little ending on what was the beginning of, you know, of the beginning, I guess. No, man, it's it's sick, dude, like um watching you guys and like I said I see so much of myself in you guys. It's it's crazy at that age. How how long have you guys been like individuals how long have you guys been um playing you know your instrument your craft
2: uh i've had a drum set since i was like six maybe but i've been seriously playing drums for about seven years
0: seven years how about you jack
1: uh, guitar since i was like 10 and uh, i've been singing since i was like three
0: damn dude and well, you guys all sing, right? Yeah, yeah. So you guys all sing, which is another awesome thing. Um, I tip my hat to that. And uh, dude, yeah, I mean, if you guys haven't checked the stains out, go check them out everywhere. I mean, I know, like we just hit on in the beginning that you know they're on on an indefinite hiatus, quote unquote. But you know they can come back tomorrow, and uh, that's <laughs> that's what we you know we'll pray for. You know. Um, so, like, I guess during this whole, this whole, like, quarantine thing, I mean, have you guys, like, how did that affect you, were you guys practicing still, or, you know, did that just all go to the, go to the side, I guess?
2: We've been practicing a little bit, but not as much as I would like to. Um, obviously, we took a few weeks, maybe to a month. Off from doing stuff for social distancing and safety reasons, but once we personally all felt that it was, you know, a good choice to go back to it, we kind of made that decision together. Mm-hmm.
0: Right, right. And then, so and then you also said you've been a band for two years now.
2: Uh, give or take, yeah.
0: Give or take. So, so you've been playing your instruments, you know, for for more than two years. So, like. I don't know, give me a little backstory. Like, how'd you guys meet? How, like, what made you, like, want to start a band? I mean, you guys have a, a very unique sound. It's very, like... Like, I would, like, kind of relate it to the Ramones, almost, you know? Um, it, it's very unique, especially in, in today's day and age. And I think we need that. A little bit more of that that punk rock, like that, you know, that vibe. That, like, surfer-skater vibe type. And you you guys definitely give that off. So... I guess my question is, like, what made you, how, where'd you guys meet, what made you start the band, and then how did you develop your sound?
2: Um, Tweak and I, we met in fourth grade, and initially, our friendship started because he was friends with somebody I didn't like, and so he hated me, and then we started talking about, like, Pokemon cards and stuff, uh. and then... We both joined the band, the elementary school band. We both played drums, and then we've been friends ever since.
0: Nice, nice, and
2: and then with Jack, Jack, you can talk about if you
1: want to. Um, so I knew about uh, the stains as like through like mutual friends and stuff, right? And I didn't know what high school they were going to go to, but it ended up I. I sat down at the same lunch table as them and met them, and then ended up joining the band later.
0: That's crazy, and and did you got you guys bonded over? Uh, did you bust out your Pokemon cards? You bust out a Charizard or a Blastoise, and it was just game over from there, or like how like how did how did that even come to be? You know what I mean? Um, for, for you, Jack, and perti- for you, Jack, in particular, I'm kind of curious.
1: Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I was into Pokemon. But I didn't know them until, like, eighth grade, so... Okay. So... It was the summer between eighth and ninth
2: grade. He hit us up. um, And he said he liked the band. And I said, that's cool. We need a bassist. Because originally, Tweak was our guitar player. Um, And then we met in... Actually, the first time Jack and I um, met was in our history class. Um, Our... (laughs) It was our first day. And... The teacher had us ask each other questions, and one of the questions was, do you play an instrument? So I went up to Jack, and I was like, hey, Jack, do you play an instrument? And he was like, yeah, I play uh, guitar, and I'm learning a little bit of bass. And I was like, that's cool, my band needs a bassist. And he was like, oh my god, you're The Stains. And I'm like, I'm part of The Stains? <laughs> that's, yeah.
0: that's awesome, dude. It's It's always so weird to me anyway, I don't know. I was I, I was an awkward, uh I guess kid um growing up and I had musical talents myself but like I never wanted to like disclose it to anybody. Like I just felt I don't know. I don't know I don't know if you guys feel the same way. It seems like you don't though. I mean you I mean you're very fucking outgoing. I mean from you know what I met you guys back, you know, at the show and then, you know, to now, man. Um no nah, it's just crazy dude. I mean so like where where does the name The Stains come from? I mean my head can only go and venture to you know some crazy places but where does where does the name like originate from? What's it mean?
2: Um so the band The Stains was from this movie that was very like pro teenage girl uh pro like oh it's hard to explain this movie it's called ladies and gentlemen the fabulous Saints is about this girl group and basically proving that like girls can do the same thing that men in the industry can do and i really connected with that i mean i'm not a girl but like right same the like concept. i connected with the idea yeah anybody can do you know the same thing as anybody else and so I kind of stole the name a little bit. Uh, but <laughs> yeah,
0: no, that's sick. Yeah, but...
2: unfortunately that, that's, that's come to its own complications because there is another actual band called The Stains. Um, and I'm not I'm not saying anything, but the we, we might be going through a little bit of a rebrand right now and that might contribute to the hiatus a little bit.
1: Oh okay. but I can't.
0: Okay. All right. So I right, I'm trying to I'm trying to peel back the layer of the onion here, man. You know what I mean? Because uh, to me when I seen that, I was like, I was shocked, and I was kind of like, wow, man. Like, what happened? Like, you know. But I mean, it, it makes sense. I mean, did did you know about this band or? I I've never heard of another band called The Stains besides you guys. But I mean, did you guys know or? Are you just finding out about this?
2: Uh we came across them probably around the same time Usual Science Special came out because we had to get the links for the stuff when we were sharing it. Mm. It was like we Google searched the stains and it's like, oh, there's more. You know,
0: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's uh Yeah, it gets a little dicey, but I mean um you know, whatever. You, you guys you guys will make it work. Are are you guys still um are you guys still practicing now or like does hiatus mean like we're only friends and we're not even picking up instruments around each other? Like what does a hiatus look for you guys?
2: Literally the um the I think past what was it, Monday? Right after yeah,
1: Monday. we last uh, Monday.
2: we all got together and played. So it was not as in-depth as a regular practice but it was uh still something. So we're still playing together and we're still hanging out.
0: Nice. Nice. So it's not like someone uh you know, someone said something to somebody and you know, you know it's just you know, it wasn't working for whatever reason, you know, I I don't know. I I'm, I'm glad that though you guys are not on a hiatus, I'm not glad because of that, but I'm glad like you're kind of... Because you guys... How old are you guys again, for everyone who doesn't know?
2: 16. We're going to be 16. Um, week 16. I'm turning 16 in an undisclosed amount
1: of time because Jack's not allowed to know when my birthday is. Yeah, I'm not allowed to know, so...
0: You don't know when his birthday is?
1: No, I'm not allowed to know.
0: And why is that?
2: It's just uh, he asked me when it was, and it was a spur of the moment decision that it would be like funny if I never go.
1: <laughs> and it's been this way ever since freshman year. Uh, I'm I've learned to accept it at this point. I'm not even upset about it. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yo, that's that's probably the funniest thing I've ever heard. Like, <laughs> you don't know when when his birthday is. That's awesome. I mean, it, dude. Great. It's not on any of your, like, social media pages or anything like that? Like, you made sure, like, there's no way he could track your birthday?
1: Nope. Uh, uh, I post every year on the wrong day, just to throw him <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I know when their birthday is, but I end up never knowing, so... He has no idea. <laughs>
0: no. Nah. Dude, that's so fucking funny. I love it. That's awesome. That's like some punk rock shit right there in itself. You know what I mean? That's awesome. Um, so, I mean, back to, back to you guys' album. Um, where did you guys go record? And how long did it take for you to, you know, draw up those many? You know, you guys have a lot of songs. What's it, like 15 to 20 songs? On the deluxe version, I, anyway?
2: I love that question. Where did you go to record? That's the second time this week. We've been asked that question
1: we yeah. went into my basement and we recorded it with a cell phone exactly how it should have been made
0: with a cell yep. phone did uh, i did i hear that correctly or, or is skype uh being weird on me
1: no, no, so, no.
0: <laughs> dude like how though like did you like set up a camera or like what do you mean like how how <laughs> i'm so curious
2: we took the audio recorder app from uh Tweak's phone, just put it at the top of the stairs and we played and that was it.
0: So all right. Let me let me ask this question too. So when you're saying tweak, that is
2: That's our basis.
0: Okay. Yeah. But okay. He has a nickname, essentially.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. And um yeah, he is the third member of the Stains, everybody, just you know just so you guys know that out there. So, yeah, so you got his phone and just started, what, jamming on, on, you know, his phone and just was like, yo, this is this is it right here. This is what we're feeling and comfortable putting out and just went with it?
2: Pretty much. I mean, all the songs were written down. Like, everything had lyrics beforehand and we sung them and did all that. Um, it was all, like, teen angst that I put into... A bunch of pages and then we read it off and kind of came up with it mostly on the spot but we had like a good chunk of time where we practiced the songs and then recorded it so it wasn't like blind we didn't go in blind but
0: right right that's sick so like what what does in that particular project or just overall i mean i'm sure you guys have some new songs from that project but like what does how does your writing process work like you come up with uh, lyrics first, you come up with the song first, you come up with, uh, you know, I don't know, some trumpets first, and you're like, "Well, we're not a trumpet band, so we're going mm-hmm. to translate that to guitar, essentially. You know what I mean? Like, how does your writing process work?:
1: uh,
2: Basically, first it starts with um, "I have a problem," and then I I bottle, up, I bottle it up and I just push it down real, real far until that problem is persistent enough for me to have enough material to write lyrics. And then once I have the lyrics down, I give lyrics to Jack. Then Jack takes it, he writes a guitar part, then we take it to practice, Tweek writes a bass part, and then we all figure it out like as a full project uh, as a band.
0: Nice. Yeah. Nice. And that's, uh, yeah, that seems to be the formula that's working for you guys. Or that, you know, has worked... You know, up to this far. I mean, do you see that's going to be? Is that how it's going to continue, or you know, because you mentioned like you know rebranding a little bit. I mean, is that from like the ground up, or is that just in certain areas of the band?
2: Um, certain areas definitely. We're still the same band. We still hold the same principles. Uh, same color scheme, same everything, just different name and different, I guess approach to things on the public side, uh, but as ter- in terms of, like, writing, I mean, Jack can tell you more about how we write now versus how we wrote then, but in terms of, like, the public, like, the advertising and stuff like that, that's all we're changing.
0: Right. Right. Who would you guys say, because, uh, I mean, you guys had a wide range of crazy artists that you covered there, and, you know, that's something that you know, again, I look up to, and a lot, actually, you know, um, from, you know, all all those cover songs you were playing, man, that, like, was seriously, it, and after I heard you guys play for a little bit, it made sense why you played the songs, Um, but, like, you know, the, the bands that you pick from, dude, it, it's mind-blowing, and, and do you guys feel like it's a challenge, like, going for you know, those type of bands or like, is that, is that your pocket? Is that your zone?
2: That's the stuff we listen to. I mean, Jack, how do you feel about it?
1: I mean, I'll be honest with you. I don't really listen to punk unless, uh, from the seventies. So I
0: don't,
1: I I listen to Nirvana and Green Day, but I don't like, I don't listen to a whole lot of like skater punk like we do almost. Yeah. Or pop and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I feel like it's a, it's like a reflection of how we write, almost, like, um, it's kind of hard to explain, but it's just like, um, it's bands that we've grown up listening to, so we want to cover it the best we can, and right. make our, you know, our influences be known.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. No, who currently right now like really sticks out to you in you know in the scene
2: I'm sorry what was the question
0: I could not oh it's all good like what band now or bands or artists or whoever you so choose to call you know inspiration i guess what bands i guess stick out to you now like who who do you see now that you know, maybe you know, six months ago you really weren't listening to, and now they're like, oh, well, you know, they've grown on me, and you know, we're, we're drawing inspiration from them now because of X, Y, and Z, you know.
2: Uh, for me, it's definitely like Tilt, they're a I think Riot Girl band, Tilt, and um, uh, what's that band that did Rebel Girl? I feel so stupid, uh, Bikini Kill. Bikini
0: go, yeah, nice. And they're, uh, I imagine they're punk rock, yeah, yeah, that's sick, man. That really is, dude. You guys really like capture that sound really well and really go for it. I mean, you know, there's a lot of bands out there, um, you know, that that start with a sound and then you know they wind up conforming to something else. You know, for better or for worse, whatever that reason is. But, I mean, you guys, I mean, I'm looking at the, at your guys' background right now. What, what do you guys got going on back there? Well, I mean, especially for you, Gray, you got a crazy... I'll get to you in a second, Jack, but what do you got going on back there, Gray? Jesus.
2: I I put the, the doopy album cover on my wall.
0: That's awesome.
2: Yeah.
0: Is that, like, handwritten? It's yeah, it's hand painted. That's awesome, dude. You did it? Yeah. Sick. What do you got going on? It looks like you got some Star Wars back there, Jack.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't usually decorate my room. Uh I try to decorate my basement more, but
0: Sick. So where's uh is that where you guys practice? Is your uh your spot? Um
2: it's usually a great house.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Okay. So, yeah, man. I mean, jeez, What a freaking... What a world we're living in, you know? I mean, because... Dude, first of all, I mean, that show we were gonna... That show we played on the 14th was awesome, by the way. You know, just three bands, and we still crushed it, e- each and every one of us. Um, and then, you know, there were supposed to be more shows, But obviously all this shenanigans happened, and here we lie a couple months later. um, You guys are trying to, you know, go through this, like, rebranding process and, you know, what have you. And um, here we lie. So, like, I guess, what's the future looking like for you guys? I mean, I know it's kind of, I mean, kind of, you just posted this the other day about the hiatus. So, like... You know, there might not be like a grand scheme. Oh, we got this, that, and that. But, you know, maybe you have some things that you're able to disclose to everybody.
1: I mean, Jack, what do you want to talk about? Um, well, you know, I wouldn't say there's a a grand scheme to things, but I'm not going to say there isn't either. I could be hinting at it, but I don't know if I am or not. So, uh, I mean, uh, like we're not saying that there's not music coming out, but we're not
2: saying that there is.
0: Ah, I like it. I like it. Getting real subliminal with it. What made you do? What made you? What made you go with the red hair, bro? I like it, by the way. I do like it.
2: It's it's pink, and I did it because I felt like it. Like I just got an impulse, and I was like, okay, I'll do it. I've I'll, dyed my hair before. I'll do it
0: again. It wasn't on, like, like no one, like, dared you to do it. Like, yo, you gotta dye your hair pink. I triple dog dare you. Or, you know what I mean? Oh straight God. impulse. Straight punk rock. I love it. Absolutely love it. How's the music scene? I don't know, man. It's been a minute since I was in high school. And from what I remember back then in the day, um, you know, you had... I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with Man Overboard.
1: Sounds familiar.
0: They're they're That's like a pop true. punk band. Um, they're from Williamstown, where you know we're at, and um, you know. So you had them around, and and you had a bunch of you know pop punk bands around, and there was a lot of shows back in the day at like this place called Skaters Choice and Franklinville VFWs and. You know, everywhere from, like, metal to pop punk. And then, obviously, you just had people that listened to rap, but you never really had, like, rappers. I mean, you did, but there were, like, far and few between. But, like, what's it like now? Like, how is it, like, trying to get your music out now, you know? Like, what's the scene like in your, like, local area?
2: Oh, pain in the ass. There is nothing.
1: There's one other band where we live. We jam with them sometimes. We've only had one show with them, and they only—I love them to death—but they only decide to become a band uh, when we want them to. What, Pretty much, yeah.
0: What does that What does that mean? I don't understand.
1: Um,
0: like yo, we like, need we need you to play a show, so like start practicing.
1: Yeah, something like that. Really? They,
2: okay, so they were a pre-established upper band.
1: Um uh, okay. And
2: then they're. Uh, Drummer and vocalist went to college, so the remaining members kind of got together and changed their lineup and stuff. And so now they only play. We're like, hey, do you guys want to play a show?
0: Damn,
1: dude. Yeah, they jam on like some good tunes. They jam on like Herbie Hancock, uh, Grateful Dead songs, and a whole bunch of like, you know, songs from the counterculture. So I I dig that because that's where most of my background comes from.
0: Right. Like how, so so you said you started singing Jack when you were three, right? And then you've been playing guitar since you were 10, right? If I heard you correctly? Right. Mm -hmm. So where, you know, for me, dude, I started playing drums when I was four. And I listened to the Google Dolls and Blink-182. That's what got me into playing drums. And then after like, I want to say like seven years... Uh, I was probably like 12, and then I started, I wanted to play another instrument, so I learned guitar, started off with Green Day and and White Stripes, Seven Nation Army, that was my first song I learned on guitar, Um, but like, how do you, like, where do you pick up, you know, at at a young age, and then, you know, what did you pick up with, like, Black Sabbath and Metallica, like, that's what I feel like, (laughs) that's what I feel like it, it is, you know what I mean?
1: You'll never guess what I started singing with. You will never guess. Um, <laughs> Justin Timberlake and NSYNC. Ah, oh, uh,
0: wow, dude, that great. was actually I think my first concert too. I, I believe NSYNC, back in the day. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Back in the day. That's crazy, man. So, so you started, you started like I guess emulating and trying to sing because of him, or because of them. Um, that really caught you. Where, like, where'd you, what gave you the inspiration to play guitar? Why'd you want to pick up guitar too, you know?
1: Uh, yeah, I definitely know. There's only one answer and that's Kurt Cobain. Shout out. There's, yeah, there's literally no one else.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and you guys do a good, a good job, you know, covering Nirvana, I will say. Um... Think you did what two two Nirvana songs if i'm not mistaken
2: Uh at the show we did we did uh train and i don't think we did another
0: one. Okay And then gray like wh- who inspired you to like play drums And you play guitar too but and sing too <laughs> But like drumming is what you do in the band so like who what drummer like did you like find, you know, that was like, yo, like, I'm trying to be like that one day?
2: Oh, um, it depends. Cause like my original inspiration, um, was Josh Dunn, 21 Pilots. And then I stopped listening to 21 Pilots. So my inspiration <laughs> for like that's, how I played
0: That's is, a little odd. Like, tre- Trey cool. Yeah i was i was just gonna say i i I didn't mean to interrupt you but i was gonna say it's kind of odd 21 pilots because of the the style you guys play you know what i mean i would never in a million years think like oh that's that's who we got in the drums because (laughs) you know what i mean
2: yeah um honestly my i can attribute like i learned drum set in maybe about like two months and I know it usually takes other people like a lot of time, but I feel like I, like I've gotten better. But I feel like I pretty much got it down in like two months, like a good idea of how to play drum because I started with uh, Twenty One Pilots because that, I guess, motion and the like drums that are played are a lot different than the normal like rock stuff.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. It's very. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say simplistic. Um, but I know what you mean, it's a, it's more straightforward, and it's not, cr- you're not going crazy around the whole drum kit, you know what I mean? So yeah, like, the, the, I guess the meat and potatoes of your, you know, of learning the drums came from there, but then, you know, Trey Cool comes along, and this dude's just crazy on the drums, so it's like, you know what I mean? And then you draw inspiration from him, too, so how do you try to like follow in his footsteps that dude's nuts
2: yeah um the first the first green day song that i really put in the work on learning was bang bang cuz of the solo
0: okay sick dude sick so what do you what do you got in your hand by the way i see you like uh something oh besides a bottle of water you had something else earlier mm. I had a guitar. Nice. What is yeah. what, kind, what kind of guitar is that? Is that signed by somebody?
2: No, no, I wrote on it because I'm <laughs> terrible guitar.
0: It's signed by Gray Hobbs. That's all you need to know. Yeah. <laughs> nah, that's sick, dude. That's sick, man. Um, so on your next, um, I guess whenever you guys. You know, because yeah, I'm just going to say, you know, if you guys don't want to say, I'm just going to say when you guys come back and make that announcement, whenever that is, whenever that looks like to you guys. Um, I'm sure you like I said, you probably have some material lined up. Um, so like where do you think it's it's a it's a good idea and a good move to go back on a cell phone and record or are you going to look into options possibly, you know, into, into a studio?
2: No, absolutely. Never again. I'm never doing, no, we only do that with demos now. Um, as much as I love the record for the writing and nostalgia of the time that it was written, of and about, um, Right now, we're looking at studio. I mean, we released our most recent single, Down to Earth, from a studio, and it was a good time, and it sounded a lot better, and it got a lot better reception from people. So I think we're going to stick with going to studios for records.
0: Yeah, see, Down to Earth, man, that was on point, dude. Like, you guys had a video for that. You guys went into a studio for that. And I'm not saying that your other stuff wasn't, but I'm just saying, I mean, you could tell, like, you know, there's, it's not from a phone. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. But, so, like, dude, it's crazy. So, and, and when when exactly did that song come out?
2: Uh, that song came out a year after Usual Suspects. It was, like, a one-year anniversary kind of birthday
0: present. Okay. So, you know, within the last, I would say, like, year or so, within the last year. Yeah. 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 And then, like, where did you, I guess, you know, what made you decide that you wanted to shoot a video for it?
2: Um, Obligation. You know, put out a single, make a music video. It's kind of the way the gears turn. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. Especially now, I mean, I don't know how you guys, um, you know, feel about the whole social media thing, and we, we, because we've been talking about this too, you know, with us for Win By Two, um, is that we, you know, we put out an EP, and it's, you know, you need songs, you have to have songs that people know in order to go play a show. But, um, you know, because otherwise you're going to have people standing around and they're just going to be looking at one another, like, wondering what the hell is going on. But, um, so after that's out of the way, I mean, you guys have songs. We have songs. After that, you know, I guess foundation is laid, um, you know, you can kind of, I mean, we were looking into, like, and, and kind of thinking about um, doing just, like, a single Every so often, you know, maybe every two months or something like that. But given that single and making that single like its own beast almost, like its own big like release, as if it was a full length, as if it was an EP. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the thing. Um, we were talking actually, not now, but like a while ago, about if we wanted to continue releasing records or if we wanted to become like a single EP band. Um, right now, um, we have a record written, and when that comes out, it'll come out, you know, same way we'll announce it, will release it, there'll be singles for it, but um, I think that's just the kind of music that we play is the kind of music that fits a full LP. Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I'd have to agree with that. I mean, you know, because I seen I I just rewatched Down the Earth today, and and where where was that shot, by the way?
2: Uh, my basement, same place we recorded Usual Suspects, <laughs> and then in down the road from my house. And who shot it? Um, I did most of the camera work, and then stuff that was of the full band. Jack did. We just set it up on a
1: phone. On, like, a wall, right? Something. I don't remember.
0: So, and then who who put it together as far as, like, editing it and, you know, really giving it that final touch?
2: I did the editing. Uh, Probably not my proudest editing work because we didn't, we kind of just played it live, and then I had to edit the song over us playing it to the camera. So uh, there's a lot of, like, parts where it's not synced, but i put
1: it
0: together and i like the way it came out how about you jack how do you like the way it came out
1: oh i dig it i love the way it came
0: out yeah i'm a yeah. fan i'm a fan of it too not going to lie um now you you guys do like i said you guys do a really good job of finding your sound honing in on that and even the video dude like the video work for it really brings it like full circle almost because I feel like, now this is just me, but I feel like if you take away the music that's in the song, you would still have the same, like the same feeling of your guys's music with, you you know what I'm trying to say?
2: Like the, the video conveys the same idea as the music?
0: Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. It's so it, that's awesome that you're able, you're able to capture that. I mean, I don't know how much editing skills you had prior to that, if any.
2: Um, I've edited stuff before, but not like well. I edited our first music video, which was also bad, but um, yeah, I, I've edited stuff. Before, so it wasn't my first. One.
0: Well, it dude, it's a it's amazing, man. It's like because you constantly learn dude like that and that's the thing it's you're constantly learning what to do what not to do what works what doesn't work and um you know you get you get better over time obviously i mean you know the the first time i ever did whatever you name it i was terrible at but you know you f- you find your way you know and and that's awesome you know that's awesome that you're able to do that um where like what did you even edit it on
2: uh there's this app called HitFilm express that's free but you can pay for a full version but yeah just an editing software on my laptop
0: sick sick man nah dude i mean you guys do you guys do one hell of a job i will say that and um you know i i'm i'm excited for when you guys are coming back you know like i said it's not it's not so much of if i guess it's just when but i i like i like this approach that you guys are taking and um you know like i said it kind of caught me off guard i was really surprised by it kind of bummed actually cuz you guys are like one of those one of those bands that are up and coming in the scene that it's like so, we were talking about this the other day, and it was like, yo, like, you guys have literally, like, the world by the balls, you know what I mean? Like, you could literally do whatever right now. You guys are tight live, you know, you guys drop that video, you drop the song, and dude, it's just everything right now, to me, on the outside, like, as a fan, looking at it, you know, you're doing everything right, and, um... You know, again, like, that's just, you know, it just goes to show you, you work hard, and, you know, you know, that's what comes out of it, you know? So.
2: Oh shucks. So,
0: so kind. No, but seriously, dude, because it's, I mean, and plus, too, you, you have time on your side, too, and that's a big thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wish, like, I was, I was jamming, back then when, when I was, you know, that age. But um, I wish I knew what I knew now, then. And that seems to be the story of my life. <laughs> I wish I knew now what I knew then. But it's whatever, because I know what I know now, now. And I'm I'm just applying it now. But, um, you know, you guys have that. So, that's sick, man. Um, Now, with COVID going on and everything like that, and even though you guys are apart at the moment, um, with COVID going on and everything, have you guys looked into streaming at all, live streaming, doing any sets like that? Like, you know, because I don't know how you guys feel about, you know, I, like, I know you're on a break right now. But, like, let's say you weren't, right? And if there was a show in two weeks, you know, how would you guys feel about playing that show, hypothetically?
2: Uh, Are you talking, like, a live stream show, or are you talking, like, a live setting, like, in-person show?
0: So, I'll I'll two-part question it. So, if this was a hypothetical live show that, you know, I'm like, yo, I could book us a show, you know, you guys are on it, you know, what would your response be right now?
2: Absolutely. I am constantly looking for the chance to get out, like,
1: I just, yeah, Um, I would absolutely agree, because, like, not being able to have a show is, like, it's, like, the worst thing for a musician or an artist or anything, you know? Just, like, you know? Yeah, dude.
2: Especially for the reason that we play music is literally for the community that we get from playing shows, so.
0: Right, right. Yeah, man. So then that, that kind of brings me back to my, the other question is like, so <clears throat> I look at COVID and this whole thing, whatever you want to call it, whatever people call on it these days, who knows, but I look at this whole thing, like I said, as like a blessing in disguise. And I've said it numerous times on this and I say it to everyone that I say. Now I know there's, there's been some, you know, impacts. It's impacted people differently, but to me, it gave me the opportunity to like really hone in on what I love, what I love doing, and that's you know recording. You know, I birthed a podcast <laughs> out of this, um, which was also pretty cool. Um, and I, I feel like if I was you know doing my normal thing on a daily basis, like this, what I have going on right now wouldn't be existing. So. Like I said, back I think it was like in April, we had did a live stream, but we had just like plugged in our phones, we plugged in a computer, logged into our social media sites, and like literally just clicked live. Like as you guys did with, you know, you know the record you guys did. You know, you just plugged your phone in, click live, and that was it. And then the sound on the other end, you know, um, for us at least was not the best so learning some things over the last couple weeks that I learned and um trying to apply our last live stream went pretty well because I was able to mic everything up and get it into the interface and you know kind of monitor the sounds and and do crazy things that I would never expect to be doing so um I'm kind of getting a little off topic but not really but um so yeah, so I don't, cause I don't know, we have a show booked August 8th, but other than that, everything's kind of up in the air. So like live streaming and streaming in general seems to be the way of the world right now. So like how, like can you guys translate what you do live to a live stream?
2: Given that community aspect that we rely on so heavily, um, I don't think it would have the same effect. I mean, you know, because you were there and you were on stage when we played, um, what was it, Knowledge by Hopkins yeah. Ivy, yeah. we, we invited Tom and Sing on stage because that's just like the idea. And it was nice because we were the opener. So we got everybody comfortable with the idea of, you know, because I know like I get nervous and, and I'm sure Jack gets nervous. And uh, gets nervous so.
0: Everyone does. I do too.
2: Yeah, so it's it was a nice way to kind of get the separation from fan crowd, just, like, completely out of, uh, out of the water.
1: Like breaking the so, ice.
2: So really, to answer your question, no, I don't think a live stream show would work the same way that we really tried to.
0: All right, let me throw this scenario at you. If live stream shows are the only type of shows... From now on, (laughs) what's the Stains' answer?
2: Uh, Adapt and figure out what to do. Because we're not going to stop playing music live because we can't play it in front of a crowd. But Mm -hmm. it would just be a way of getting around the complication of not being able to play it to the crowd.
0: Yeah. Well, now, I mean, you got. I mean, I know with like Zoom and and stuff like that, even with Skype. I mean, there's you can invite a bunch of people into a Skype party, or and you know you got Facebook's Live, but there's not like you said, there's not like that that experience of like interacting with the crowd and and getting everyone warmed up, or you know that there there's that whole energy there. And I will say, for at least for us, I mean, yeah, you have people on the other side of it that are watching, which is cool. But they're commenting, you know, they're just typing, so it just feels like you're you're just posting something essentially, you know what I mean, and shout out to the everyone who watches and and you know does what they do for and supports the band in that aspect. but as a musician, you know you're absolutely right dude it it's a totally different ball game because after you're done there's <laughs> there's no applause. There's no nothing, it's just like you're looking around and it's just like, oh, well, what now? <laughs> you know?
2: Yeah. There's nobody wearing your t-shirts. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. So, dude, it's 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 crazy because even before all this, dude, even before any of this, like, music, you know, has changed drastically within the last 10 years, you know, with even in the last 20 years. You know what I mean? From, you know, everything being a hard copy and, you know, getting that uh, getting that artwork inside of it and getting all of the track credits and, you know, who did what and the lyrics and everything, dude. From that to vinyl, you know, that that's just an experience waiting for a record to drop and then going out and get it and then putting it on with your buddies. You know what I mean? I mean... I don't know how much you guys can touch on that because you guys kind of like grew up and the the age was already digital. You know, this the stage was already set. So to, as an outsider looking in, it seems like you're doing a really good job, but I don't know how that you guys like, you know, interpret that.
2: Uh, I think we have the same concept as like, you know, that community, that idea of like, the hard copy and the CDs, like, that's what's important. I mean, not to mention, when you're a musician and you get a stream, you get, like, a fraction of a penny. So, like, you're not getting what you're worth for your music when you're getting streams. So, like, it's nice. And I love seeing the amount of people that listen to our music. I love that. But it's not the same as the experience of getting the CD, getting the record. Going to see the band, buying the T-shirt. Um, so I just, I'm afraid of the fact that this is not necessarily the final nail in the coffin, but this is a bad step for live music and real, produced, actual music that you can play in front of a crowd.
0: Yeah, I'd have to agree. I mean, there's a uh, there's. See, what scares me too, like kind of what you were just saying, like with live shows and everything like that, um, there's been some comedians that I follow and, uh, you know, they're well known, you know, they're in Hollywood, they're doing their thing, they draw thousands of people. Um, So when Texas had like announced that they were going to be opening, you know, a bunch of people flocked to Texas to do live performances and a lot of people came back and they got sick. So it's like, it's a dicey road ahead. Um, I, I I mean, I truly believe, I like to stay optimi- optimistic. So I truly believe in my heart of hearts that like, there will be a path out of this. There is a light at the end of the tunnel, essentially. I just don't know what that looks like right now, man. And it's 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 weird it's a weird weird time to be any type of performer you know what i mean whatever the hell you do you know
1: yeah so, it's, it's like just, a ditch because it's just like you don't actually like get to experience what other bands have before you know starting out and uh we're just getting started man and it's yeah. just like
0: Absolutely, yeah. Like, and that's the thing, too. It's like, it's same with us. I mean, we've been a band for 11 years, but the show that, and this this is a, a fact, the show that we play with you guys in All Systems Go feels like fucking three years ago at this point, but um, that show was actually our first show as Win by Two. We have actually never played Like, we, I've played shows, and Alex, the singer, has played shows, and the other guys in the band have played shows, but actually us together, as under the band, Win by Two, that was actually our first show, which was, you know, I'm kind of honored to have played it with you guys and ASG, you know? It was a good time, dude. I'm looking forward to getting back out there.
2: That's uh, honestly surprising, because you guys were... Like really tight together as a group, though. So yeah, I'm surprised that was your first show as a band.
0: Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Likewise, too. Like I said, I mean, you know, um, <laughs> seriously, man. Like, I'll, I, I'll, I'll just be straight up honest. You know, I'm not gonna like sugarcoat anything, but like, you know, when you see somebody going up on like for me because like i know how i feel when i get up there i like i have the butterflies and you what have you so like for me like i get nervous for people and i'm like all right you know i see these kids they're very ambitious they're very you know like in your face like ready to go and then i'm like all right how's this how's this first song gonna sound that's really gonna set the tone for this whole show and I think if what you guys like were were the perfect opening act, because like you said, like the way you guys had that community and the way you guys had everyone interacting like that was like awesome. And like, I don't know if that was preplanned or if like that's just like in a moment, like you're, you're like in a certain feel and you're just like, all right, let's run with this. Like right now, like what's that look like?
2: Um, we always discuss what we're going to do before we do it. Like, we knew we were going to pull someone up on stage. We knew we were going to uh, do the thing when uh, Jack plays Down to Earth, where he sets his guitar down. He goes out to the crowd and interacts with people. But we never pre-planned how that's going to go. So, like, uh, we knew we were going to pull someone up, but we didn't know we were going to pull up you, and the guy from All Systems Go and somebody else, I forget, wasn't in a band, but it was just out in the crowd. Um, <laughs> so that was the plan. Um, and then what Jack actually does when he goes out and interacts with the crowd, that's also completely spur of the moment. depends on the crowd and the size of the crowd. So it's all just a general template idea of what we're going to do before we do it.
0: Yeah. That's awesome, guys. It really is. I mean, like I said, if, I, dude, you guys have that going for you in itself, just to know how to, like, interact with a crowd and know where you want to take a crowd and everything like that and know how you want to control a stage, where you guys are at right now, that's, it's, it's really is something else, dude, and you should be proud of yourselves, you know, for real.
2: Thank you. Yeah, appreciate
0: Of course course i wouldn't say it if i didn't mean it for real facts what would you say now what would you say now if if there was a band that you know forget age if there was a band right now what would you say to a band right now just starting
2: great want to go first no okay. you go first because like, i don't
1: i don't know um well the most important thing is uh, know what you're getting into. Don't tie yourself down. Because um, there's a lot of people out in the music business, even though I've only been in it for, like, what, less than two years? There's, like, or just about two years. There's a lot of people out, you know, like, pay-to-play venues or stuff like that. You got a couple engineers that will just, like... uh, You know, slap reverb on the vocals, and uh, you know if you're, especially if you're a younger band and you you're just starting out, you don't know what you're doing. There's a lot of people in uh, the music business that'll take advantage of you, and uh, you just gotta watch out because there's a lot of nice people. You just gotta look for them. Uh,
2: Personally, if I had to give advice, it's advice that was given to me, which is. now I can't remember what I was going to say. Ah, uh, shoot. Hold on. Um, um. Ah, heck. Okay. I'll make it up on the fly then. Um, you have to put in the, the work, you know, that you want to see come out of. So you can't go into it, right, and, and put in, like, a little bit of, you know, work and expect... A million streams you know you have to advertise you have to put yourself out there you have to word of mouth is the biggest thing really um and the yeah. thing i was going to say was like there are people that you're going to work with as you know a band that are um that are doing it as a hobby and there's people that are going to be doing it because they want it as like their livelihood and so if you are working for it to be your livelihood you have to Pair yourself with other people who want that same thing, otherwise, it's never gonna work out. So, that's advice that was given to me. That's advice that I know works because, you know, these guys, Jack and Tweak, even though he's not here, ironically enough, I'm talking about workload, but anyway. It's all good. Yeah, these guys that I'm working with, I know, want this and they want to put as much work as possible into making the band as successful
0: as it can be. What do you, what do you guys, uh, well said, by the way, well said, um, what do you guys, what do you guys see? What, what is the stains trying to go for? A Livelihood? Like, is this, are you guys trying to like, you know, take it to the top or are you comfortable with just making it a hobby type thing?
2: Oh, absolutely. Um, It's not about fame for me. And we just had this same type of conversation earlier this week. But it's not about fame. It's about building a big community. And that sounds like the same thing. You know, a lot of people listening to your music. But it's not because I'm not in it for the money. I've made maybe like $50 off of the band in total. And every time we make money, we split it equally. It never goes equal direction of shit. It never goes um, unequal directions. It's always, you know, everybody gets the same for the work that we put in together. So, it's not about fame. It's about just getting ourselves out there as much as possible. We are dedicated to it. Um, The biggest thing for me, I would love to see us in like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but that's like a lot of work and a lot of time away. So, that's like
1: that's like longest term goal. Yeah, I'm ready to work my time. Yeah,
0: well, dude, I mean, like like you were saying, Gray, dude, like, you can't, you can't go into something, and I had to learn this the hard way, man. You can't go into something, put in, you know, let's say, uh, like you said, minimum effort, right, and expect maximum results, right. That's like, it just doesn't happen that way. I'm a, I am a firm believer. And I, just because of my experience, like what you put into anything, whatever that looks like, whether it's, you know, BMXing or throwing footballs and throwing a perfect spiral or music or, you know, being the best videographer, whatever it is, you like essentially at first. You have to eat a lot of those losses because at first it's money out of your own pocket, you know, and it's you don't know where it's going to go. You know what I mean? And that could be a scary thing. And that's why bands, you know, usually don't last after the first what is it? I think a year, you know, so it's like you got to be willing to like kind of make it a job. Even though you're not getting paid for it, you know what I mean? Even though at the end goal, it's like, yeah, I would love to be up there with you guys, giving you guys, you know, a trophy, you know, for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame one day. But that none of us are going to get there if, you know, we practice, you know, one day a week for a half hour a day and, you know, think that that's going to be the end all be all. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, no, man. I mean, dude, you you guys got a lot of good things going for you. Um, you know, even though with this little hiatus, quote-unquote, whatever you got going on there, I, I know it's for, for the better. Um, and I know what's going to come out on the other side. It's going to be worth with your, what you're doing now. And really, right now, there's there's really no rush. You know what I mean? There's no rush because it's like, oh, I don't even got shows to even be playing right now. So, you know, there's no rush in that. So, I mean, you guys got a lot of good shit in front of you, a lot of big things in front of you. I could tell just the energy that you bring. It's, you know, off the charts. Um, so, you know, I, I'm excited to see the next stage in, I, I guess, I'll call yeah, in the Stains chapter, I'll call it, for now, for now. So I'm Stains
2: chapter ex- until, until we change our band name
0: yeah until the name yep, I don't know that. <laughs> oh man so I mean, I guess in closing um you said you kinda had a uh you kind of had like a record written right now. did I hear that correctly yeah
1: yep
0: how many songs
2: 14, twelve or thirteen I don't know i forget
0: and what are you shooting for on? The ne- Whenever the next release is, what are you shooting for? How many songs is
2: are is gonna make that cut? Um, we had maybe like twenty songs, so the cut is about twelve.
0: Okay, and then yeah, so like and like you were kind of saying earlier, you plan on going to a studio, um, you know, shooting some videos for some songs and everything like that. Now. I might be kind of reaching or maybe kind of, you know, wishful questioning, I guess, if that's even a thing. But um, if you guys had to map out the next six months to a year, you know, put put all the world, you know, what the world's got going on to the side. If it was business as usual, if you had to map out the next six months to a year, what does that look like for you guys?
2: I don't want to get it too much. Because I don't know for sure, um, but it looks like we're probably recording everything in late July, early August, Um, and we might have a single out in September, so.
1: It's hard to tell, So
0: I guess you guys will have to wait and see. That's the beauty of it. That is the fucking beauty of it.
1: Food for the mind.
0: Well, I mean, hey, guys, um, it has been a blast. Hey, if you guys aren't doing anything, Invite is always open. Um, you know, you guys can always come on the show. Um, I have a studio here. You know, I'm, I am i don't charge a dime. Um, you guys can come record whenever. Um, we have a show August 8th in Mays Landing, New Jersey, at the Watering Hole. You know, if you guys want to come out there. Pretty much what I'm saying, invite, my door is always open for you guys. You guys are sick, like I said, and, you know, it, it, it's it been a pleasure fucking being able to work alongside of you live. the Our first and last live show together. Um, <coughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I, I tip my hat to you guys, for real. We
2: might have to take you up on that offer because right now money is the issue. Uh, Money and the studio that we're going to, so uh, (laughs) we might have to take you
0: up on that. Let me know, man. I mean, uh, for real. I like I said, I wouldn't say it if I didn't mean it, dude. Like I'm, I'm trying. Listen, for me, I'm trying to grow as much as I can as a producer, as a podcaster, as whatever, a live streamer. I'm trying to adapt in so many different ways that, like. At the end of every day, I don't even know how, like, I go to work and somehow still do this and somehow still have, like, somewhat of a social life. Because, like, at the end of every day, I feel like I blow circuits in my head. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's just like I don't take a day off. But you know what? I love it. And this is the thing I like to do. I I love to do. And, you know, I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. And I'm sure you guys could probably relate to that, you know? You wouldn't do it if you didn't. Yeah, you know, I mean,
2: for me, the band has been such a good outlet for exercising my ability to edit, uh, exercising my artistic ability, learning to write music in, uh, like, music theory. I mean, Jack has basically taught me everything I know about how music theory works. So,
0: Jack, knowing some music theory. Uh,
1: yeah, I yeah i guess i've um uh, i mean i i learned it from like jazz and stuff i play jazz piano and classical and stuff so i like i know how to make things sound like uh nirvana i don't wanna i don't wanna be a nerd i don't wanna bore anyone. anyone so I won't get into it
0: dude please get into it get into it
1: um Basically, it he knows how to make music sound like music Yeah, because they would do um they would, Grand Dimitri would write songs that would have a hold on, here we go. They they wrote Exploon. Hold oh, on, let me grab a pick real quick. Uh, I don't need one. So But they would they would play it a G then an F then they would go up to a B, which that's a tritone. That doesn't make any sense. Then down to an A and then back to a G. Like, that doesn't make any sense. But
0: So how would you arrange it?
1: Um, I wouldn't change it. It doesn't... I mean, it doesn't have an actual, like, key to it. But if you were to put it into a key, it would probably be, like, um, F Lydian, even though that makes no sense. Uh.
0: Dude, you know what the craziest thing is, man? I took music theory in school, back in high school. I didn't learn a thing just because I thought, like, I knew everything that I needed to know about music. So, like, why do I need to learn this? So just a simple fact that you're able, you you know that, dude, like, that's crazy. Like, that's, like, a lot of people don't know music theory, man, like myself. Very minimum.
1: Thanks, man. It means a lot.
0: Yeah, man. No, keep, keep doing you, man. Gray, are you play are you about to bust out a song
1: oh no I was just
2: trying to figure out what he was playing because I have no idea how to play explode I've never played it before
1: uh three on the three on the e and then uh, one on the e and then seven on the e then five on the e <laughs>
0: look at that virtual live streaming performances right here you heard it first fucking the stains skyping it up basing it up music music theorying it up is that a word music theorying it
1: music theory sounds like a i don't even know
0: it is a word now whatever whatever any yo, Gray, I gotta ask you, any changes on the hair coming soon? Are, are you are you you staying with the pink?
2: Absolutely not. I just did it maybe like five days ago.
0: Jack, I think you should go uh I think you should go green.
1: I've been thinking about dying my hair to be honest, but I don't know. I mean I'm naturally dirty blonde, so I don't really wanna you know. And I have, I have awesome. a cool, turbo like vibes. Yeah, I want to give off the Kurt Cobain vibes.
0: True, can't go wrong with that, right?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, then you got you got to get. Uh, what do you call him? T- Why do you call him Tweak? By the way.
2: Um, he reminds me of the character from South Park.
0: Ah, nice, nice little uh homage there. I didn't see that coming, to be honest. I thought <laughs> my mind was in a totally different place for that. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you gotta get you gotta get him to dye his hair like blue or something, and then come out just like unexpectedly drop some heat. Come out with a video, and you guys have just like three different hair colors, but the same band, possibly maybe a different name, but maybe not at the same time. And just come out with some fire.
2: Uh, uh, Almost definitely a different name.
0: Call it Crazy Hair.
2: Hmm. No, I don't know. That crazy sucked.
0: Hair Day. That sucked. Crazy Hair Day. That's actually a good song title.
1: I have talked to him
2: before. He is so against the idea of dying his hair. Who? Uh, Sweet.
1: Oh. Uh, well, I guess I kind of am, but... Oh man,
0: send him fashion statements from freaking the stains to in the paint. I love it, absolutely love it, guys. It's been a blast having you guys on. Um, like I said, invites always open, doors always open. Um, you know, you let me know what you guys want to do, and you know, we can make that, we can make whatever happen.
1: You yeah.
2: know what? Next time, what we should do is we should all get together in like same place, and we could do like an acoustic acoustic live stream, just like
1: all together. Jack, okay I... yeah, yeah. Well, Wait, Greg, you mean like one by two? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, do you mean like with one by two as well, or like just stains and then? I, I prefer the podcast,
2: but if we we all just got together and we made one big like win by stains
1: two band,
0: ooh win
1: by two win by two stains
0: win by win by stains. I like that. I like that. I like that idea. I could definitely make it happen though. Um, <clears throat> as far as like a live stream goes, like you know, I I can. I can live edit your guys' stuff. I got all the camera work and everything like that. Um, I can make that happen, or we can make a win by Stains happen. We we could do whatever. I mean, the possibilities, like I like to say, are endless.
2: Absolutely. Whatever, so, whatever we come up with, I'm sure it'll be a lot
0: of fun. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, I mean, yeah. Just holla at me let me know whatever you guys want to do whatever you want to set up whatever you feel like is fitting in the moment or you know if you're feeling sporadic whatever let me know I'll I'll get you guys in studio where are you where are you guys at uh
2: Pittsburgh yeah
0: you said Pittsburgh or Pensgrove
2: Pittsburgh
0: oh Pitts, (laughs) I got it like bumble jumped oh boy uh, all right, so Pittsgrove. Pittsboro is not too far from Williamstown, I don't think. I
2: don't
0: think so. It's a little, it's nah. a little ways. We can, we can make it. Happen. I almost
2: got the police called on me in Williamstown yesterday. That was fun.
0: You got the police called you on you in Williamstown?
2: Almost, what? almost. It almost happened. Sorry, I didn't tell you this, Jack. Yesterday, I was hanging out with some friends.
0: Breaking news. And loose.
2: we decided uh, we decided to call Papa John's. We were like, hello, uh, Papa John's worker. Can we talk to Papa? And then the lady started reading out my friend's phone number. And so we hung up real fast. Um, and then the lady called us back and we didn't answer. She left a voicemail saying that she was giving the phone number to the police department.
0: Oh, my God. So.
1: Okay. Do, you have, do you have a voicemail? Can I play it? This video is sponsored oh. by XVPN. Always use a VPN when you prank phone call Papa John's. Yeah. I just want talk, talk to Papa.
0: Do you, have, do you have the video? You said you want to play it?
2: No, no. My friend uh, is sitting, like, over there. Oh. And I, if I could
0: play the voicemail, but it has the phone number in it. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can leave that out. We don't want uh, all kinds of crazy... Uh, people over the uh over the internet reaching out to you, you know, being like, "Oh, where's Papa?" <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Guys, like I said, it's been fucking real as shit. You are in the paint. And um yeah, man. I mean, any anything like you you guys want to say that we didn't really touch on or anything, you know, you feel like is pressing?
2: Uh, what was the town where the Papa John's? Where the Papa John's town? Uh, call the Pine Hill Papa John's and ask your Papa. Bob, <laughs> Papa, I'm Papa.
0: That's it. Oh, okay. That's it. All right. I'll. will
2: literally. Want... Oh,
0: please. Literally, right after the show, that's exactly what I'm gonna do. I swear. All right. I'll let you know Is how it that, goes. Don't
2: sounds like
0: her name is, like, Sarah. I don't know what it is. Or, like, a Brittany. Alright, so I'll I'll ask ask for Sarah, then I'll ask for Brittany. And then I'll just start at just random whoever. I'll just be like, yo, just give me Papa right now. And, yo, I'll go live, too. I'll I'll go live on Instagram and do it. I'll watch it. I literally
1: will. Word.
2: She, She was like, I gave your phone number to the police department. uh, Because prank calling is illegal. And I was like, excuse me, ma'am. No, it is not.
0: Yeah. I mean, dude, if we're living in a world where prank calling is illegal, then... Oh, man. We got bigger problems. We got bigger problems than that.
1: You might as well call me a serial prank caller if that's the case. (laughs) Probably have life in prison. Maybe death penalty.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Where can everyone uh, find you guys right now? I know you're on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. Drop your links.
2: Uh, we're on Spotify. We're on uh, Apple Music. We're on basically anywhere you can stream music. Ooh, give me the, give me the, give me the... I, I got the voicemail. Hold on.
0: <laughs> Play it.
1: And your phone number to the
2: so, I gave to the doing Thank you. Bye. so yeah, uh, if you, if you want to have a fun time, call the Pine Hill Papa John, ask Papa.
0: Yo, she had the audacity to call your voicemail and actually leave a voicemail.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. Really?
2: Yes, oh, he was harassing us more than we were harassing her. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Run basically
0: everywhere, run Twitter at the Stains underscore, um, and that's,
1: that's it. What was that, Jack? Oh,
0: Facebook too. Fa- the Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Spotify, Apple Music, the Stains, at the Stains, hashtag the Stains, um, and then you guys got merch, right? Where, where can we get your merch at?
2: Um if you DM us on Instagram, we'll give you a link. I can't think of the link is off the top of my head.
0: Sick. Well guys, like I said, it's been awesome having you guys on. Um I appreciate it. I appreciate you coming on the show. And um, you know, I can't wait to see what comes out of this new, I guess, resurgence of the band The Stains. Hopefully we catch on a live show sooner rather than later too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, hopefully. Well,
0: there you guys got it in the paint. Everybody, go check out the stains as they sit right now. Um, that's what their name is for now. Um, check them out. Drop a like, subscribe, comment. Do what you got to do. Support local music. And um, yeah, man, it was good. Go- good having you guys on. I appreciate it.
1: Thanks, man.
0: Anytime, guys. Anytime. The Stains, everybody. Check them out.